Hello and welcome to Movie Thoughts. I'm your host, Dominic Tartamella, and welcome back to the fun-filled podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a fun-filled fucking movie. A bizarre movie. Um, so yeah, we're in 2023. Uh, you know, we're coming to the end of January. January's a slow month, as I've said before, as everybody knows, uh... You know, not a lot of not a lot of great movies hitting theaters. Not even that great movies, but not a lot of movies that are like you want to run out and go see right away. But there are some. You get the Oscar uh, buzz movies uh, getting re-released and stuff like that uh, for people to go see them, and then you get some obscure movies like this one that I'm going to be talking about now. Uh, before I talk about this, I am not going to go into spoilers right away. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off and I will let you know when I'm going to get into some of the spoiler rific shit, because I, I try not to do spoilers a lot of the time, but this is a movie that's just, you know, begging to be talked about completely. So, uh, I will talk about spoilers and the movie I am talking about today, if I did not mention, is a little film called Infinity Pool. Uh, and it is starring Alexander Skarsgård, and it is starring Mia Goth, who obviously uh, was in X recently, was in Pearl, great performances. Uh, Oscar snub? Yeah, probably an Oscar snub for Pearl. Uh, you know, we all feel the same way, I think, about um, uh, that, because that performance was fucking pretty great. And, you know, the Academy, I don't know. I used to follow... A uh, little side talk about the Oscars and stuff like that. I used to follow the Oscars a little bit more. And I used to really look forward to watching them every year. And it was kind of like, uh, you know, to be nerdy and geeky and stuff. It was kind of like my, my Super Bowl. I'm not big into sports. I do watch Super Bowl like everybody in the fucking world. But, like, the Oscars for me for a long time was, uh, you know, I'd see all the movies, obviously. And then I'd, like, have my picks. And it, I, was, I was into it. And then somewhere along the lines, it just got, you know, celebrities preaching their fucking messages and this and that. And it it jamming everything down your throat and just the, you know, the amount of movies that maybe get snubbed and stuff like that. I, I still follow it and I'll watch it, I'm sure. But I don't, like, if I miss it, let's say, it used to be like an event. You know, I would try not to miss it. Now, if I miss it, I miss it. It is what it is. But, you know... Mia Goth definitely got snubbed, I know, with the, the Academy and horror and stuff like that. It, sometimes it does get overlooked, but her performance alone definitely should have gotten a nomination. And, uh, you know, that anything I'm going to say about this movie, Infinity uh, Pool, uh, you know, I cannot knock the acting. That's one thing I cannot knock. This film is directed by Brandon Cronenberg, uh, the son of... Of David Cronenberg, who obviously did movies like The Fly, did Scanners, did Videodrome, you know, does a lot of the weird fucking movies. And Brandon Cronenberg, I haven't seen his uh, previous movie, the bigger one, uh, was Possessor, that came out uh, in 2020. And I haven't seen it, but by the indications of this movie, he takes a lot from his father. Takes, you know, these kind of weird, fucking surreal, fucking bizarre films, right? So... Now, before I get into this movie, if I would have said the most, you know, uh, the, the bizarre movie that I saw with a Skarsgård this year, before tonight, it would have been Barbarian, 
right? It would have been Barbarian, which uh, co-starred Bill Skarsgård, obviously Pennywise the Clown, because when I saw Barbarian, that movie's a mind fuck, right? That movie was, however you felt about it, I won't go into spoilers uh, about it on here, but I did do an episode on my earlier episodes I did do about Barbarian. For the most part, I liked it. Uh, I haven't watched it since, to be honest. Never got a physical release. It's only on like HBO uh, Max or you get a digital, which I'm trying to hold out for the physical release. But I will rewatch it at some point. But overall, I think I like that movie. I think it's pretty good. It's definitely bizarre. And uh, as I said, if I had a talk before tonight about the... Oh, yeah, you see that weird fucking horror movie recently with Skarsgård in it? One of the Skarsgårds? I would have said that movie. No. This movie, Infinity Pool, takes the cake because obviously we got Alexander Skarsgård in this movie. Now, if you don't know what this movie's about, um, I didn't know a lot of the plot, to be honest. I, as you, you, you don't really want to know the whole fucking plot. So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be limited in my explanation. But I did see the trailers uh, a couple times when I was in the movies. I didn't go and um, watch them a million times or anything like that. I just saw them when I saw them. But this movie's basically so. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård and his wife or fiance, whatever the hell she is, they are on vacation. There is, uh, <laughs> he gets in himself into a situation and they basically, um, are gonna kind of, there's some cloning going on and there's some interesting stuff with this movie. And I got to say like right off the bat, it, it, it definitely hooks you in the beginning with its, you know, ominous fucking, uh, you know, visuals and, and just building up the, the feeling of impending doom. You know some shit's going to go down. Like I said, I didn't really know exactly what was going to go down. But it, it definitely hooks you in the beginning. And um, when it gets, it gets to a point where it feels like uh, in the very beginning, you know, is this fucking, I know what you did last summer. Uh, on crack is this you know the, that movie the sixth day with the clones and arnold schwarzenegger it's it's a little bit of all this right it's a little bit of all this bizarre these bizarre movies fucking rolled into one uh now overall um i i i can't say that i loved it i think it like it started off good and i think to about the I want to say, I guess it was kind of like almost a halfway point. It kind of had me, you know? It had me for a sec. You guys had me for a sec. But then it kind of gets so batshit crazy, this film, that it kind of lost me at times. You know? I mean, I knew what I was getting into. Obviously, I, I had heard how Brandon Cronenberg's films were. You know his father's reputation as a filmmaker. So you know what you're getting yourself into. And I do like... The Bizarre. You know, I like a lot of different movies. Obviously, I like more straightforward films. I like more bizarre stuff. I'm a big... I, I do like David Cronenberg. I'm a bigger, like, David Lynch fan. Which he, he does some fucking weird shit, too. But I do need to keep one kind of foot, like, dipped into reality. I mean, I do like the surreal stuff. And I do like the fucking crazy shit. Uh, you know, you watch a David Lynch movie. Obviously, he's got a lot of crazy shit with Twin Peaks and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, Wild at Heart. With Nicolas Cage, Blue Velvet, uh, you know, Lost Highway. They all go in these weird directions. Mulholland Drive. Um, but his movie's kind of, I mean, no different than Cronenberg's uh, Seniors, where it's kind of like some stuff's left open uh, to debate and, and left in your hands to kind of figure out. 
which I do like. But this, see, this movie, Con Infinity Pool, it just went down a path for me where it was like, as I said, expe- I'm expecting the weird. But when you get to a point where you're seeing this batshit crazy stuff, uh, you know, imagery, and then where is it going? And and yet again, when I get into spoilers, um, I will I will talk a little bit about that. But performances, as I said, performances, Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, great uh, top form. You know, Mia Goth, definitely uh, a good year. Oh, now it's 2023, but fuck, man. In the last two years now, she's she's done some great performances, whether it be X, Pearl, this. And she's really stand out. Hopefully she uh, keeps doing these kind of roles, right? And I'd like to see her do some stuff out of character, uh, you know, because she does kind of play a psycho in everything I've seen so far, but she does it great, right? And Alexander Skarsgård, who uh, I, I've never really seen him uh, stretch his acting, as he does in this. I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. Obviously, I knew him from, like, True Blood way back when. That was, like, the first thing I saw him in. I know he was in, like, Godzilla vs. Kong at one point. Uh, you know, The Northman. He was in a Tarzan movie I didn't see. So I really haven't seen him stretch his acting. But he's fucking good in this. And what he's doing, uh, he's bringing it to the table. I do like Brandon Cronenberg's directing style. I think he really, you know, he he led with the suspense and stuff like that. As I said, he got you hooked in the beginning. Uh, he also wrote this screenplay. And um, I just, I got to say, it just, uh, as I, it didn't ring through for me. Uh, I think it's one of those movies, like, if I have to continue to be spoiler-free here, I wouldn't really recommend it to an average moviegoer. Because I, I do think it's bizarre. Uh, it's very fucking bizarre. Now, I don't know. So, apparently, there's, uh, you know, an R-rated version, NC-17 version, or whatever the fuck. I don't know which fucking version I saw. I saw it at Alamo Draft House, But uh, it was pretty fucking gratuitous. It was pretty, like, you know, not to be all fucking. I'm not saying that in a way of, like, oh, I don't fucking, whatever. Movies have fucking tits and whatever the fuck. It had, uh, it didn't seem like it was uh, cut or anything like that, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe there is uh, a longer fucking uh, cut with more violence, more nudity and stuff like that, but it didn't feel cut is what I'm saying, this version. So I don't think I did get a censored one, but maybe maybe I did. But anyway, yeah, not really a movie that, uh, I don't know, the average moviegoer may enjoy. I would say, uh, I'd say it's not really a, a run out and go see it. But let's just fucking jump at the spoilers, right? So this film, as I said, I alluded to, I know what you did last summer. I joked around about fucking The Sixth Day or whatever that Arnold Schwarzenegger clone movie is uh, because I want it to be light on the spoilers. But we're getting into it. So if you're still listening, we're getting into it. We're going for it. So this movie basically, uh, Alexander Skarsgård starts hanging out with fucking his, his wife, his girl, they start hanging out with Mia Goth and her fucking man, and Mia Goth's like a fan of his. He's a writer, and you know one thing led to another. They go to a dinner together. They get a fucking brunch, whatever the fuck. They they end up going to a beach together in this um, country they're in, this dangerous country. They leave the resort, and they basically uh, get drunk on the beach, and then like Mia Goth aggressively 
gives Alexander Skarsgård a handjob, aggressive handjob. We're going to talk about this aggressive handjob for a second because there's a lot of moments in this movie that uh, <laughs> I'm going to laugh because there's a lot of moments in this movie that you're going to laugh, whether it's intentional or not. I do think some of it is intentional. Uh, you do this bizarre stuff in these movies, um, and I do think some of it, you know, you're doing some of it to get uh, that kind of reaction out of people. And that's a conversation that I'll continue with this episode, too, because it's kind of how I feel, where I kind of, I have a love-hate thing when movies go, like, too extreme like this, um, because it's like, what part of it? Is like a reaction thing. You know, listen, obviously every director, uh, you know, screenwriter, they're trying to get a reaction out of the audience. But then sometimes when I when I see a movie like this and when it does get batshit crazy, and this isn't even really the most batshit crazy shit that happens, if you've seen it as you're listening to the spoiler section now, you know. But like, I feel like it's easy to do that kind of shit and just, you know, for shock value and stuff like that. But that's, that's, I guess that's a conversation that we can go down another time because then we'll spend time of de- that debate of, oh, is it, is it shocking just for sake of being shocking or is there nudity just for the sake of being nudity? I don't know. That's opinion. A lot of that too. Um, now, so <laughs> back to the aggressive hand job, right? So this guy's taking a piss at one point while they're hanging out as couples and they're a little drunk. And she walks over him. She grabs his junk, and she starts giving him an aggressive hand job. And uh, you know, this goes from you go from seeing the piss hitting the sand to some fucking you know what. And honestly, that's when I knew I was like, well, th- I knew going into this fucking movie, but that's when I knew I was like, we're in for some shit because this this bitch is crazy. That's first of all to do that that move, the wrap around, the reach around, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we could have a whole episode on that. <laughs> that 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 scene but um so from there basically they leave at night uh, a little bit later and long story short Skarsgård's character hits uh, a passerby right he gets a so they leave they hit and run they hit and run Mia Goth her husband like no we gotta leave this fucking country's dangerous they'll fucking rape your wife and they'll fucking throw away the key for you they'll kill you whatever the fuck they put the fear of God in them they leave this guy's fucking puking. He just killed somebody. He goes, wakes up in the morning. Ding dong, fucking knock on the door. Cops are there, right? They go. They uh, say that basically you're going to get the fucking death penalty. But essentially in this country they have a deal because of the tourists and they don't want to draw, you know, um, tourists away. That if you pay enough money, we'll make a double of you, a clone, basically. And then. They'll kill him instead. So, like, all of this had me, right? I was I was into all this. I was liking it. As I said, I got the fucking I know what you did last summer kind of vibes. They hit somebody. They're like, we take it to the grave, you know, that kind of thing. And then this guy's in jail, and he's going to get clones. And you got that. And it was cool, you know. It then started getting a little fucking psychedelic and some fucking weird shots. Um so then he gets cloned, and then that's where I felt like it just it started going a little bit nuts, you know. It started going a little bit crazy. Then you then you find out that, you know these these people have done this before. Basically, Mia Goth and her fucking friends they've done this. They've been cloned before. They've been murdered. Because that's another thing too. You got to watch yourself get murdered. So 
he watched himself get murdered. His girl really gets fucking turned off by that. Gets the hell out of there. He can't find his fucking passport. And then we spiral out of control, right? Then they're getting fucked up. They're, uh, <laughs> they're you know, they're fucking... Then they go and they get themselves in more trouble. And it's like, then they're killing all those clones. And it's kind of like a fake out at one point. Because you're seeing uh, these <laughs> these clones... Uh, are are imprisoned and then you're thinking it's them imprisoned and then they fucking you, they pan over and you got the audience of the fucking the uh regular people like cheering it on that they got so it's 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 you know disturbing and it's fucked up and like then it just gets like fucking I cannot I cannot stress enough like balls to the wall as I brought up you know barbarian barbarian had some crazy shit happen to it right but fucking the older Skarsgård was like, I see your fucking barbarian and your baby bottle with fucking pubes on it. And I raise you like nipple, uh, long nipple fucking milk. You know what I'm talking about. I've seen this movie. Nipple squeezing orgies. They start having sex with each other. I mean, I don't even know. I'm not, you know, I'm talking about this and you might be hearing this. Like I'm coming from a place of like, oh, maybe he doesn't. If, you listen, if this is the first time you listen to this podcast, you're like, oh, maybe this guy's fucking G-rated. No, I like a lot of different movies, right? I love American Psycho. He pulls out a coat hanger. Fucking, you know what he does, right? Well, you don't really know what he does, but he does some shit. Side note, have you ever read the American Psycho book? That shit's fucking violent. That, like, that's one of those rare instances. I read that book after I seen the movie, and I actually, that's one of the rare instances where I could say I like the movie better than the book because the movie takes all the good elements and makes it into something better because the book is honestly, like, it's fucking disgusting. It's vile. Like, but anyway, <laughs> let's get back to this movie and the uh, nipple jizz and stuff like that and them having sex. So, yeah. Orgies, uh, it's 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 all like a blur in my head of what I just watched. I just literally came out of this movie, but it just gets so crazy with that stuff, and they don't really know what's going on. You know, there could be the theories of is he the clone? Is he the original one? Because they do talk about that in the movie as well. But it just it's like nuts. At one point, you know, Skarsgård, there's another Skarsgård, and he's like a dog, and he's got a leash around his neck. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. And I just keep hearing like audible, you know, gasps from people in the audience, right? And then you get like my fiance's next to me and she's like, wow. Whispering like, why do you keep bringing me to movies like this? You know, what a laugh. I like to, you know, surprise her. <laughs> Did I think we were going to be seeing uh, fluids coming out of nipples in this movie? No, I, I didn't think that. But some of it just feels like too much. You know, some of it feels like, do we need it? You know, and that's where I get back to the shock value thing because it's like, all right, uh, you know, not to take anything away from the director and, and his script and stuff like that, but you know, when you're putting stuff like that in the movie, is it a cheap way of getting reaction out of people? You know, there's a scene towards the end of the movie too when like Mia Goth just rubs blood on her fucking nipple and then makes Alexander Skarsgård like suck it or kiss it. And it's like, is it necessary? I, I don't know. This is the movie you want to make, yeah, sure, but it kind of it kind of feels cheap to me. Whereas, you know, the movie did 
interest me in the beginning and the clone stuff and all that it just like it kind of lost me it kind of lost me at that moment and then it's like it's it's a good concept like i did like the whole concept that yeah they live in this uh world that they could do this that they make a double and they kill it and, and yeah there's going to be consequences for that but i don't know i really didn't have an expectation of where the rest of the movie was going to go at that point but wherever it went it's just like i don't know it was it was it's just fucking it just felt kind of stupid, to be honest, uh, you know, for lack of a better word of saying it. Uh, yet again, they 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 do uh, great performances. You know, Mia Goth, I got to say, towards the end of the movie, she gets a little bit annoying. I like her a lot, but she does get a little bit annoying. She's fucking yelling and fucking holding her gun, doing all this shit. And it's fine. But after a while, you're just like, when you're checked out at that point, it's like... I don't know. And then the movie basically ends with all these people. Like, at one point then they're turning on him. Uh, and they're they're going after him. And it's seemingly like they're trying to kill him. Because he tries leaving the country at one point. And the motives are a little lost here and there. But then, like, the movie ends with them basically all leaving together. Going back to their respective places. Being like normal humans again. On the bus back to the airport. And being like, oh, are you going to come back next year? Like, <laughs> it's like, is this, so is this a metaphor of like, uh, you know, how people go on vacation and cut loose and fucking pretend to be something else? And, you know, is this the vacation that we all desire? We all want to go and kill people and, you know, watch ourselves die? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. This movie, I I. I I'm sure there's going to be people that like it. Listen, I'm sure there's going to be people that like it. Um, the performances alone, I guess, are worth a watch for it. But Jesus fucking Christ. What, what, did I, what did I just watch? At the end of the day, that's all I can say. What did I just watch? The orgy scene. Quick cuts of, 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 of fluid coming out of a nipple. I mean, and then it's like an extended nipple. I don't even know. You just see so many different things. The bizarre masks were pretty cool. I like the masks. Uh, some ominous uh, music in there as well that I liked. Colorful, colorful film. Some some seizure-inducing scenes, though. And there was definitely a seizure warning before this film started. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's something I'll advise if that affects your life in any way. But I don't know. Fucking bizarre movie. Um, definitely, you know... Is going to be in my head for a few days. But I guess that's the point. You know, I guess that's the point. A director makes a movie like this. You want to stick in somebody's head. You want to live in somebody's head. You want to make somebody think about it. I just don't know. Like for me, it didn't feel like there was a lot of substance uh, past that. There's just scenes that are just, that are just ridiculous. Uh, you know, beating up, you know, Alexander Skarsgård beating himself up multiple times. But then it's humorous too, you know, at the end of the day. He's fucking packing his suitcase and he's got three urns full of ashes from all three of his selves that he killed. You know, at one point he's beating up himself and he's pissing on himself. Another point, uh, he's beating up the dog version of himself and he beats his skull into the ground, blood and everything. Uh, Yeah, that's what you're going to get when you see this movie. But I, I don't know. Did, did I, I, it was okay. 
it was okay. I'm not going to sit here and say I hated it, but uh, I, I definitely didn't love it. And I don't even know. I don't even know if I liked it, to be honest. It's just, it's <laughs> yeah, I think about it like I was thinking about it halfway through because I do like Alexander Skarsgård uh, before seeing this. And obviously I do like Mia Goth. So like I was thinking about it while I was watching it. I was kind of, you know, getting to that negative space where I was like, well, if these were honestly, if these were other actors that I didn't really care about, like if Mia Goth wasn't in it, I don't know if I would have stuck with it as long as I did. Um, Because I, I, I kind of was fighting, you know, the earth, not saying I was going to walk out or anything like that, but my mind was kind of on the verge of checking out. At some points, because if just what's fucking going on on the screen is is bizarre, but you got to see it to believe it, right? I mean, that's the only way. If I spoiled the fucking movie for you at this point, whatever, um, you'll probably still see it, right? But yeah, that's uh, that's the film. That's the Infinity Pool. Strange film. Don't know. Um, you know, it's 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 an independent movie, box office wise. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna have the same appeal as something like Barbarian. Uh, you know, Barbarian was kind of like this kind of sleeper movie that came in. It was also based on the fact that not a lot of people knew about what was going on in the movie. They really marketed that movie smart, where they didn't give anything away. So curiosity kind of got everybody going to that movie. And it it, it was a, a fun movie, you know, whether you loved it or what. It, it was entertaining. Uh, and when those fucking surprises came in that movie, you were kind of like, what the fuck, you know? And you do a lot of that in here, but I don't know if it's going to have that mass appeal. Obviously, you got movies like Megan Out still, which is a PG-13 horror film. Uh, so that's, you know, been making money, but with a movie like this, that's a hard R. Uh, a lot more adult themes, a lot more tits, uh, you know, penises, definitely penis. There was a tiny penis at one point that they just kept showing from a distance, somebody's tiny penis. And uh, it was alarming. I hope it wasn't that guy's real penis because it was. It looked like an innie, like almost like a belly button innie. But yeah, that's uh, that's where I'll leave you with that for Infinity Pool. I don't know. I don't like to steer anybody away from not seeing a movie in theaters, but this probably ain't the movie you know you want to go to for date night. Valentine's Day is coming up. I don't know if this is the film that your girl or guy or spouse or whatever the fuck they are are going to be dying to see. Uh, <laughs> Titanic's being re-released again in 3D, 4K, right? So maybe that's the movie that you go see Valentine's <laughs> instead of uh, Infinity Pool because it's it's not the love movie, you know? But fuck, that's it. That's all I can say. If this is the first time you listen to the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, this is what I do here. I rant and I rave and I give my movie thoughts. Hence the title. Check out the other episodes uh, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the fuck... You listen to podcasts. If you like it enough, subscribe, rate, and review. I don't know. Uh, check me out on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Dom Solo Reels. I post some movie stuff, post some comedy stuff, and thank you for listening. Have a good night.